When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever it may be for you. My name is Caitlin Umland, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Be That Girl. First off, before I even get into anything, let me just say that I apologize for being MIA these past two weeks. I went on vacation to Florida with my family for the first week, so I plan on like taking that week off. Obviously, I was on vacay. I'm not going to do any type of, like, I don't know, I'm just going to chill. Anyway, but for the second week, to be honest, I just couldn't get in a routine because I was teaching summer school for June. And now that I'm not, all I'm doing is teaching Pilates classes and then I have so much free time. I'm I'm like really not good with free time. Actually, the more free time that I have, like the lazier I tend to be, if that even makes sense. I like structure. I like being busy. So I've been just trying to like figure it out what I'm going to do with all my extra time. But anyway, I am back now. I will have a new episode for you guys every Sunday. And that is all that really matters. So I always ask ask you guys if there's like any content or any topics that you would like me to speak on. And today's topic is actually an answer that I've gotten a lot from you guys. And it's about gaslighting and manipulation. I think everyone, woman especially, will experience these things at some point in their lives. And also, if we're being honest, I think everyone does them to someone else at some point in time, whether they're aware or not. I know I have. And then I always realize after and I feel like, shit. A lot of people don't feel like shit. That's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Anyway, we'll start with manipulation. Manipulation in terms of a relationship is basically when someone says or does things to control your actions or your feelings towards something. Basically, it's a tactic for, it's a power move for someone to gain control over that partner. Manipulation, in my opinion, goes hand in hand with emotional abuse because a lot of times they're using manipulation tactics that are emotionally abusive. Lying, being passive aggressive, silent treatment, guilt tripping, um, threats, mixed signals, all of these are forms of manipulation and that they really have the potential to emotionally scar someone long past when that relationship is over. Those feelings and those scars, that trauma, it does not just end when the relationship is over. Just some examples in my previous relationships that I can think of. And they definitely did work in the moment. Let me say that. (laughs) Because I do believe that like you truly do get blinded by love. Because a lot of the times I could actually see him manipulating me in real time. Like I was like, oh, this is a manipulation tactic to get what he wants. But I still gave into it and didn't do anything about it because of my love for him. Which is a manipulation tactic. He would often say things to me like, the old you would have done that for me. Oh, you switched up. If you really fucked with me, you would have done that for me. When someone knows that you would do anything and everything for them and they start to take advantage of that by guilt tripping you, that is a big sign of manipulation. They're using the love that you have for them against you in order to get you to do whatever they're asking of you. The silent treatment is another huge one that has been used against me in the past and really now has become like a trigger for me because of how much it was used against me. I cannot stand being ignored. 
I cannot stand being given the silent treatment. I cannot stand being ghosted. Like, just man the fuck up and freaking talk and freaking talk to me. It's too early for me to be getting tongue-tied, y'all. If any, anyway, if someone is using the silent treatment towards you in order to get you to feel bad for something that you shouldn't feel bad for, to get you to apologize for something that you don't need to be apologizing for, or for you to beg for their attention and their love back, that is manipulation. In a relationship where the other person is truly loved and valued, you would not use the silent treatment in order to get something that you want out of your significant other. There is a difference between having a healthy conversation about like needing some space, needing some time, and then just blatantly going ghost on someone and leaving them with their thoughts basically to overthink by giving them the silent treatment. Next thing. All of my exes hated what I drank. I'm not even going to lie. I can be a pretty angry drunk, like out of nowhere. And I actually say like the most evil, like horrible things ever. It's, it's a big thing for me and I've been working on it. And I think I've gotten a lot better, but in the past I have, I've definitely been known for that. I've said some horrible things, <laughs> but literally all of them would ignore me when I was drinking. They would ignore my calls. They would ignore my texts. Sometimes they would actually still ignore me for days after I drank. I like quite literally could have been dead on the side of the road dying and they would have still ignored my calls. Regardless of how I was acting when I was intoxicated and trust me, I take full responsibility for that. Like that's like a whole thing. The silent treatment was not the answer. It, it just wasn't. That was not a good way of going about getting me to stop drinking. There was much, there was a much healthier conversation that could have been had while still making it very clear that they were not supportive of how I was acting. Another big one is threats, and this one probably hurts my heart the most. I have not experienced this one quite as much as some of the others, but it has been one of the most hurtful ones regardless, and I've seen it used on my friends a lot, and I hate that. If your partner is saying something like, if you do that, if you wear that, if you go there, if you don't hang out with me, I'll leave you. I'll never talk to you again. Shit, I have even heard people threaten suicide in relationships, which is so outrageous to me. As someone who cares to claim, oh, I just got tongue-tied again. As someone who claims to care for your significant other, if you are threatening them in order to get them to do whatever you want, the love that you say that you have for them is not really there. All of those threats, along with most forms of manipulation, could be solved by just having an adult, mature conversation and lovingly letting your significant other know that you would rather them not do something. There are so many different forms of manipulation. Some of the others are like withdrawing love or affection from your significant other in order to get them to respond a certain way, isolating your significant other from their family or friends that are important relationships to them. I'm not going to go super deep into all of them because as with all my podcasts, I want to make sure that like the main takeaway that you guys get are something that will help you in your future relationships. So I'm going to talk now about some signs about some signs that you're basically you're being manipulated in your relationship. Obviously, if you notice any of these tactics being used on you, you're being manipulated. But like I said, it is so much harder when you're in love and when you care so deeply for someone to know that you're being manipulated while it's happening. Most of the time, I think after the relationship over, it's so much easier to see all the different ways that that person was manipulating you because 
you're no longer looking at them through the lens of like who you thought they were. You're actually looking at them and seeing them as the person that they truly are. And that will tell you everything you need to know. Their true colors have been revealed. Anywho, if you are in a relationship, if you are questioning a past relationship, or if you're just looking to be in a relationship again some, at some point in the future, remember these signs that I'm about to say so that you can spot them within yourself and protect yourself from being manipulated. Arguably, oh my gosh, sorry, I just got, I looked at myself in the camera and now I'm like, ew, my hair is psychotic. Let me just comb it real fast. Okay, it's a little better. I look sweaty but I guess it is hot as shit here in Missouri right now, so I'll just go with it. Anyway, arguably, arguably the biggest sign that you're being manipulated in a relationship is the inability to say what you really feel or what you really mean. You have been programmed by your significant other to believe that if you express what's really going on in your head or in your heart, that you may lose them or that relationship. One of the truest signs of a real healthy, loving relationship is the ability to communicate your thoughts, feelings, etc. with your partner with no judgment. So if you are lacking that in your relationship, it's most likely time to get out because that's the basis. That's the bare minimum. Another big sign of manipulation in your relationships is the constant feeling of confusion, constant feeling of resentment, constant feeling of just being hurt. Your partner is supposed to make you feel secure. If you are constantly confused about their feelings towards you, their intentions, they're not doing what is necessary to validate you, and that is part of their job. That's in the job description of being a significant other. In the same way, if you're having constant feelings of resentment or, or hurt towards that person, that's not normal either. My ex, um, we would be hanging out. And in that moment, I would be fine. Like we wouldn't be fighting or anything, but he would always say to me, you always just look so sad. And I might not have been sad in that moment, but looking back now that I'm not in the relationship, it's because I, I had this like, this hurt that just never went away from everything that went down in our relationship. So like, while in that specific moment, I was happy, like on the inside, I knew like, this isn't right. And I deserve better. That feeling seriously never went away. Another big one that I have often done is frequently apologizing for things that you're not even sorry for or that you don't even feel bad just to keep your partner happy and to avoid an argument. To a certain extent, arguments are necessary in relationships, but if your arguments are so horrible or so often in your relationship that you're just doing all things humanly possible to avoid that argument, that's not a good sign. There's a lot more signs and I really do encourage you guys to do your research because manipulation is such a real thing. And as a woman, people often think we're easy targets. We're typically more compassionate, more patient, more understanding. And most times we're bigger people pleasers. So manipulators see that as easy targets. But an emotionally healed, emotionally mature, emotionally intelligent woman is not weak or an easy target. They're actually the complete opposite. That was a little bit of a tangent, but the last sign I'm going to discuss is just specific to women. If you have a gut feeling that something is off in your relationship, chances are that it is. We as women 
We're naturally gifted with such an amazing intuition that almost never fails us. So don't fail your intuition by not listening to it. If something inside of you is telling you that something is wrong, something is off, do yourself a favor and figure out whatever it is and address it. Whether that's having a conversation or a breakup, ignoring that feeling will just prolong the inevitable. All right, on to gaslighting. Gaslighting, I think, um, is my ex's favorite word. He was a professional athlete, but he was also a professional gaslighter, okay? I think they just kind of go hand in hand, honestly. Um, I think the simplest way, though, to define gaslighting would be manipulating someone into questioning their own sanity. Gaslighting is the biggest, most common form of manipulation, When you go to confront your boyfriend about something you saw on his phone and now all of a sudden it's, why were you going through my phone? Oh, you don't trust me? That's so fucked up. That's gaslighting. When you call your boyfriend out for cheating on you and it turns into, my cousin died two years ago and I haven't dealt with it. That's gaslighting. When you try to address something that your significant other did that hurts you and now they're crying about how, oh, they don't deserve you. You're never happy. I can never please you. That is gaslighting. When someone tries to gaslight you, it's typically in situations where they know they're wrong and they're looking for a way out. They're looking to flip the, the script, reverse it back onto you, and take the pressure off them. Don't let them. Stand strong in the fact that you know that what they did was wrong and you know why they're reacting the way they are. Only a guilty person reacts with gaslighting. Whatever form of manipulation you've experienced on any level, it leaves lasting effects. Not only does being a victim of manipulation affect your view on future relationships, but it also affects your view on yourself. It makes you question yourself, your identity, um, your self-worth. It negatively affects your mental health. So do yourself a favor and make yourself aware of the different types of manipulation, the warning signs of manipulation. Make yourself aware of how you feel in the moment when you're being manipulated and never allow yourself to put yourself back into a situation where you feel that way ever again. As always, thank you guys for listening. I truly am sorry that it took me two weeks to get back, but we're going to be back to our regularly scheduled programming now. With that being said, I really want to have some of you guys either come on to the podcast or you can just like dm me your stories and i'll retell them on the podcast but i want to hear some of your guys's like crazy relationship stories i've gotten a few dms about them but i don't know if you guys would want me to share that so i'm not going to unless like you guys want me to share something but if you just have any stories that you think people could really benefit from or learn a lesson from shoot me a dm and we will talk about it i know you guys I always talk about my ex but i figured it would probably help to see some other point of views as well so shoot me a dm We'll figure some shit out. I will be back next Sunday. I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. And until next time, your host, Caitlin Emland, XOXO, the queen.